Froggy the Toss from GameIndustry.com. I'm Shella. And I'm Drew. And together we're arguing about the things that really matter in games. Indeed. And this week we're talking about uh, Virginia, which is uh, a new mystery, thrillery type game, I think. Uh, It's a good way of describing it, developed by uh, Variable State, which is a new studio, which I don't think they've published anything before. No. And uh, yeah, this this is a very interesting first thing to come out with. Yeah. I think I found it on Pinterest. Yeah? Bizarrely. Yeah. Someone that I follow on Pinterest who does stuff about interactive storytelling pinned it and I was like "Ooh, what's that and so yeah so it's been on my sort of looking forward to list for a couple of years but yeah I mean I found out about it through uh you you mentioned it a couple of times you'd, you'd mentioned it a couple of times I think when we were recording a, a previous podcast in uh, one of our yeah. post podcast chats and uh, you, you mentioned it in passing and I didn't really know what it was but it didn't seem uh, the moment to like stop you and say, "Oh, now what's that?" Uh, yeah. And then you told me about it uh, last uh, on the last recording we did, and you said, "Oh, it's a uh, Twin Peaksy X Files." Now it's sold and yeah, bought it yeah. immediately and played it that evening. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what did you think? I enjoyed it. I I was um, I was really impressed by uh, how much. Shall we just say this is probably going to be spoiler tastic? I'd say. I, um, yeah. I th- if you want a spoiler-free uh, review of the game, then you can go to my review, which uh, is going up this week, uh, yeah. the same week as this is going to go out. So it'll be up on Friday, I think, on GameIndustry.com. So, because um, I really want to sort of unpack it, because I've got no one else to chat about it with. So, um, All right, fair enough. I'd say full spoilers. Okay, yeah, for, uh, be warned from here on out, we might just spoil everything. Cool. All right, so, yeah, what I, I was, like, really impressed by how much sort of humanity, the the, the really kind of lo-fi animation and graphics seem to, mm. to convey. Like, there's definitely... I mean, what you immediately notice when you start playing it is that there is a good progression of the relationship between uh, your yeah. character Anne and Maria, where it starts like very awkwardly and with some quite, some hostility, which is com- it's it's completely unspoken because everything's yeah. completely unspoken in this game. But you see it through like just the poses, the tension, the animation. And I think yeah. that the way that tension like slowly relaxes over the first third of the game without any actual dialogue is really well done and it came is. across surprisingly well. Yeah, it is. It is very well done. I suppose we give a little potted thing. Uh, your character is a recently graduated uh, FBI agent mm-hmm. who is assigned a partner, but she's also been given her partner's file and she's uh, to sort of part of internal investigation. Yeah. So she's investigating her partner and her and her partner are then investigating the disappearance of a young boy in the yeah. state of Virginia, in this case. In a town called so. uh, Kingdom, which you only find out on the on the pause screen, basically. Oh, no, there, there are signs in the game. That's yeah, there. there are signs as they drive past. Yeah. So that's the premise. They're both women of colour yep. um, in the 90s, working in the FBI. Um mm. And although that's not a that's not a huge aspect of the game, they do make nods to the fact yeah, that uh, you know they're both kind of ostracized in some way and sort of don't have much control within uh, within the workspace and they are the only women <laughs> yeah. and yeah definitely not the only people of color but the only women of color mm. um, 
Yeah, so I thought that was really nicely done as well. Um, you know, the opening scene where you put lipstick on. Yeah. And then uh, when she goes for her first day of work, she goes to put lipstick on and then chooses not to. Yes. And I thought that was a really nice uh, little bit of storytelling about the pressures of being a woman in that um, environment. Mm. Um, I thought that was really clever. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's just kind of full of tiny little things like that, which just, yeah. you know, all come together and inform the whole without sort of getting in the way of it. Yeah. Which I thought, really... Yeah. Yeah, really I, mean, yeah I think in terms of storytelling, it's um, fantastic, I mm. thought. Um, it is a really intriguing story in the style of a Twin Peaks or X-Files. Yeah. Um, uh, I, think, I think more so Twin Peaks. I think Twin Peaks is far and away the biggest influence on on what this game sets out to do it well certainly david lynch yeah yeah like my my sort of pop culture confession is that i've never actually made it all the way through twin peaks what? How? Yeah. How, how like, did that? <laughs> okay. It, so uh, Virginia, similarly to Twin Peaks, has parts where it goes into full surreality. The the, the last yeah. third of the game does this. Is is basically mostly this, and all of the scenes that it does are kind of good individually. But when that starts happening, I fi- I I had I struggle to hold on to it. If yeah. you know what I mean. The the plot thread sort of they untangle themselves they splay out and all sorts of stuff is going on and some of this could be real some of this might not be real yeah and i find that very sort of intellectually tiring which which i think is probably kind of the point there's definitely some of that in twin peaks and there's a note in the the developer's letter which uh, you can get from the main menu in virginia about they they say something like they they hope they've made something strange and impenetrable yeah yeah Uh, but I I understand that that's what they're going for, but I still come away kind of unsatisfied um, after after those things. Because mm-hmm. I do kind of like to know at the end of something what it was going for. Yeah. Like, I I like having unanswered questions, but not I don't like having one big, huge, open-ended, unanswered question, which was what the heck was going on there. Yeah, and I think more than Twin Peaks, it uh, reminds me of Mulholland Drive, the mm. David Lynch film. No, I haven't um, seen that, so I'm going to be... Oh, uh... uh, okay. Oh, you should really watch that. It's one of my favourites. It's such a great film. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, where there's this kind of build-up of the surreal and you lose even more grip on reality as it goes on and there's this kind of crescendo of just what is going on and it leaves you kind of really where you have to... I, th- I, I liked it because I'm a huge David Lynch fan mm-hmm. and I just... Um, it really stayed with me because because I'm just so. What did that bit mean? And you know, and what was with the, the, the flying saucer? And yeah. um, you know, and yeah, and I like that. And games don't really do that. They kind of hand you the story on a spoon, and usually the story's not that good, um, yeah. uh, so it doesn't stay with you. I think the the thing I always have with these these kind of things is that if if a question is left unanswered, I don't always trust 
the, I, I, I want the, the creators to have that answer. I want them to know yeah. what's happening, and I, know what, I want them to be spinning something around it and coming at it from an oblique angle. And yeah. uh, I, You weren't I, convinced. I wasn't convinced. Uh, yeah. I remember reading an interview with... Uh, it was an interview with uh, someone who worked on Twin Peaks, and yeah. it was when they were going into the second season of Twin Peaks, and it was one of the production managers or what, whatever it was, and uh, he talked with uh, David Lynch, and he said, okay, so what we need to know for, for this is who killed Laura Palmer and yeah. um, it, the, the interview goes something like I looked at him then and I had a, the sudden flash of realisation that he had no idea no idea <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's I, I kind of don't like that I, I want there to be an answer even if I can't get to it Yeah. I think if you write that sort of thing without knowing the answer you're ca- I mean that's really easy to do you can just write whatever nonsense you like surely yeah, but I never get that sense with David Lynch, and I didn't really get the sense of that here either. Um, I, I think there is something there to be unraveled, yeah. and you know maybe they're creating stories that aren't completely solvable, and I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. I mean, for for me, I I just I thought it was brilliant. I loved how cinematic it was but truly cinematic yeah. in the way they told the story. It was out of sequence. There were all these kind of jump cuts. Yeah. You know, you'd be going down the stairs and then all of a sudden you'd be at, you know, outside a door. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, I loved how filmic it was in that way. And that, That's something like, I always think that, more games should do even if they, even if they're not making the um making the same sort of, trying to achieve the same sort of thing that Virginia is with those no. jump cuts is when I'm walking down a set of stairs in a video game just cut me yeah. to when I get to the top I know. that's fine <laughs> I mean it was brilliant especially because this is a walking sim um, yeah. in inverted commas mm-hmm. and so to like cut a lot of the walking out and just get on with the story already I think that alone tells you the sort of intent they have as storytellers yeah. Um, and you know the scene where you're paying for a uh, paying the bill in the diner, and then it cuts immediately to you looking at the wanted poster. You know yeah. that's such a cinema sort of um, yeah. you know language. Um, I thought that was lovely, and just the way the shots were. The, there was a sense of a sort of floating camera, which is very David Lynch. I, I thought the ending shot was just one of the best in the game. I thought that was a real... Whatever I thought of the last third of the game, I thought that final shot just before you cut to credits where you see uh, what's-his-name in the middle of the road and you you, you guys kind of just decide to drive past him was, yeah, a, re- was a really like effective ending shot. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was great. And then it again makes you question, what, what, was it a dream? Is this real? What You know, as a sort of... Yeah. It unsettles you at every juncture. Um, yeah, I like that. And what did you think about the? I mean, in, in terms of player agency, it was it was really stripped back, there, even yeah, there, for this kind of game. Yeah, there um, is almost no player agency at all. You kind of get shuttled no. from interact uh, interactive object to interactive object. Yeah, and, and there's pretty ob- much one per scene. Yeah, isn't exactly. There? It, it's it, it's look at this and then touch this and we'll move you on to the next thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously that's very much a style choice and the game wouldn't really work with branching paths. No. I still, I I felt myself wanting to be given some like small choices within scenes even if they didn't affect anything uh, yeah. beyond I those scenes. I just wanted a little bit 
to find a little bit more. Yeah. I wanted not to... not a, a branching storyline or anything, but just be able to open a cupboard or even I, if it's just to pick up a photo or something. And... I, I feel like if I play that again, I will find stuff that I didn't find on the previous one, uh, on my previous run through, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so. I mean, I, tr- I, I went to play it again and I was a bit more thorough and I wasn't really finding anything more. Oh, but then enough. if you look at the... Um, sort of trophy cupboard thing, yeah. you know, on, on your PlayStation or wherever you play it. Yeah. Um, there are loads of trophies. Yeah. And I only got about, like, three or four, and there were just loads. And I was just like, where the hell do you get these tro- Like, what, how? Some of mine seemed to pop up at very weird times. Like, there was one which popped up while I was paused during the credits, which I don't know if that was what triggered uh, it. Oh, okay. So it's weird stuff, like just standing in a room for ages, maybe, or something. Maybe it is. There's no, yeah. there's no flavor text the do- which guides you to how to get Yeah, there. yeah, that's right. Oh, maybe it is just, like, sitting and finishing your coffee in the diner. Yeah. And stuff like that, yeah. But, but even without like stuff to actually find, I want I wanted more input on sort of the emotional state of my character. I wanted to be the the, the comparison that I've got is uh, when we talked about Firewatch. There's a scene mm. in Firewatch where um, uh, Henry leaves his um, his his tower, and uh, the the implication of that scene is that you might be going to meet Delilah, who you've been on the radio with um, mm. uh, the whole game that you might meet her when you're out there because it's all gone a bit secretive. Yeah. And there's his wedding ring is uh, lying on the um, on oh, the desk yeah. as you leave. And you can take it and put it on or you can leave it and the game never just just never brings it up again. Yeah. But I thought that was really nice little thing that I get that choice. I decide how my character is feeling and I get to put that into the game in whatever small way. And I always appreciate yeah. doing that in games. And I felt that there were loads of opportunities in Virginia where I could have done that but I just kind of had to go along with the script. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think that's a, a major problem with it, but it was something that I would have liked. Yeah, just because it's not that kind of game. I suppose yeah. they wanted to tell a very specific story. Mm. Um, but yeah, there was. I just felt like there were too many doors I couldn't open and things like that. Yeah. You know, if there was anyone here who hasn't played it and can't be bothered and so is, <laughs> is listening to this spoiler fest. Yeah. Um, you know, there are no puzzles no. at I'm, all. I mean, that's, that's the other thing, is that uh, if you haven't played it, you could watch a, a YouTube stream of this and get the exact experience out of it. Do you think? I, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think it is... Uh, I don't think you would get the exact same experience. All right, fair enough. But you would... You would see everything that there was in the game. Yeah, if you played it yeah. yourself, you, would, you wouldn't see anything new. And no. that has been like a problem for games like this in the past. That Dragon Cancer famously didn't do very well, but it yeah. got a lot of YouTube stream views. Yeah, it lost you know potential sales because people watched yeah. it instead of and playing it. And I kind of hope that that doesn't happen for Virginia. Cause, yeah, know, me too, because it's short. It is short. It's the price of less than two pints down the pub. <laughs> it's like, and it's a really intriguing, unique, and really is unique. Um, you know, we bandy these things like cinematic and unique and sort of master storytelling and whatever. But I think it does do different things. Yeah. 
Um, Absolutely, and like while I, I'm still not sure whether I really loved it or not, it was definitely mm-hmm. something new and experimental and unique. Yeah. And I want more of this experimentation and playing yeah. with the form in, in video games, please. And it makes <laughs> you feel, what what's Variable State going to do next? Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, like, I, will, I will buy their next thing, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Um, yeah, so I hope people um, go and buy it because it's it's short. So it's like if you, even if you don't like it, it's not like you're going to be like, ah, that's an evening I'll never get back because it doesn't even take an evening. No, <laughs> <laughs> like and it's what I think seven ninety nine on Steam, which is the price I pay if, if we're going to continue continue with the sort of cinematic comparisons. That's the price I'd play for a blue uh, pay for a Blu-ray. And, yeah, uh, yeah, you I, can't I even get a cinema ticket for that. Exactly, I, and this is about the same length. And you know, I get to do a bit more in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So um, about the story, <laughs> the yeah. story. Then, do you have any theories of what um, you think it's about? See, it's see, interesting because, sorry, just to because um, inside had loads of people pontificating about what it meant and things, but Virginia doesn't seem to. I suppose it's their first game, so maybe it's um, a bit. It's a much more low-key um, kind of release than yeah. Inside You. People would love Limbo, and so, you know, it had more of a name about it. Um, but, yeah. yeah, I haven't seen many uh, and, uh, theories. I mean, yeah, I looked. Like, the first thing I did after after I came out yeah. of that game was like, all right, now I need okay, to go find a heck? plot guide. And, yeah, there isn't one. No, nobody seems to have solved it. Um, no. But... Yeah, it, that's the thing. I mean, we were talking about this. I found it very difficult to keep hold of of the story after the third act. It it seemed to present four or five different things that could be happening, all mm. most of which were kind of mutually exclusive or at least not related to each other thematically. Yeah. Um And I wasn't quite sure which one yeah. to hold on to. So, I mean, there's the thing with the with the broken key that she always holds. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's I... a sort of symbol. Well, you know, there are several symbols, aren't there? And there's the red cardinal, the bird. Yeah. And the bison. And then the woman has her... Um, her locket. The locket, yeah. Yeah. Which was um, when, when I first saw, it, I thought, oh, that's supposed to uh, that locket is supposed to be her sister, who is an who was also an FBI agent, who I. Th- oh yeah, I thought it was her girlfriend or something. Uh, yeah, but then there's a, a reference later about how it's supposed to be. Uh, if you look at one of the the text files, files that she has, yeah. it's it, it mentions that that's supposed to be someone older. So I I, yeah. I thought. And it it's her must mother. be a parent, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I missed that completely. Because when we're looking through the files, yeah. you click to zoom in, yeah, and then you click again, and then it moves on to the next thing. But on the last file, if you click, it yeah. cuts that scene, and you move on to the next scene. Well, if I clicked to zoom in, and I couldn't read, I was like, "What? But I haven't read the file." No, that, that was the thing. I I'm not sure whether what it's connected to because I didn't click I, I oh, left right. it alone because I wanted to read it but yeah. after a couple of seconds it just disappeared and the oh, first time really? it happened I was really annoyed I hate when stuff does that that is annoying that yeah. they didn't give you a chance to actually read that absolutely crucial bit of because I always thought it was her mm. well not in the locket but I don't, I couldn't figure out who that was yeah. and um I thought it was her, and she was just much older, and um, 
yeah, she was like a sort of activist, basically a political activist, and, and they'd um, yes. the the bureau had kind of destroyed her career, so she was in the basement like Fox Mulder, basically, wasn't she? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like that that comes up again when you go on the 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 long sequence where um, uh, what's her name Anne starts uh, shopping other agents into yeah. superiors and working her way up the thing. That that's yeah. all, that most of that seems to be implied to be like um for uh cultural or racial reasons like it's yeah. the, the first guy you uh, take in is um uh, it's, it's not, yeah seek i think yeah. it's not easy to tell with the art sort of, uh the art style um but yeah i think he's a seek and then the next one i can't remember now but yeah yeah there definitely seem to be racial and uh, uh, religious okay. motivations uh, oh, as I to didn't who you were yeah that's in. true yeah I mean, that's something I really liked about the game was that um, the the diversity, the sort of ethnic diversity was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah even yeah. in the bar scene, you know, the sort of traditional Twin Peaks bar scene with the sort of crooning woman on the, yeah. in the spotlight with who the old-fashioned is, microphone. Who is doing basically the Twin Peaks theme. It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but even in there, there's a black guy in the bar, which you'd, uh, you'd never, you'd never get that, um, even in a film. No. <laughs> and so I was just like, oh my god, that's amazing! There are just black people in this world. Mm. It's like they didn't just stop with the the leads. It's like, oh, we've got two black women. That's enough. Yeah. Um, and I really liked that. And there was a Sikh guy. When do you ever see a Sikh on uh, yeah, on absolutely. screen? You know, yeah. unless it's in Indiana Jones or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I really liked that. You know how thoughtful their inclusivity was. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. I mean, what do you think the bison? Because there was the whole thing. There was the bison. There was the, the the red cardinal bird that sort of dies, keeps dying, and then um, coming back to life. And yeah. then there was the aliens. <laughs> yeah. Do we know what the aliens had to do with anything? No, no. That, that, I was kind of surprised when that came back up. Uh, uh, like so, the some of the, um, the the promotional text around the game says, "Oh, okay, it's influenced by Twin Peaks. It's influenced by the X Files." And yeah. uh, early on, you meet those two characters who look just like they're, they're smoking. I think it's is it the parents of the child, but they look like Mulder and Scully. Basically, there's the. Oh, I there. hadn't noticed that. Oh, really? Oh, they look so much like them. It's the uh, it's the two that you meet when you go down into the cave when you first find the red cardinal, and yeah. then you go back to the cave and they're outside it smoking, and then one of them. Oh, the rich you and, kids. I yeah. thought they were like the kids from Twin Peaks. It was Laura's best friend. Oh, right. Is that what it was? That, yeah, she's yeah. definitely dressed like Laura's best friend. The cardigan, the sort of auburn hair. Oh, fair enough. Uh, yeah. Oh, another one. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, the, the, I, yeah, see, I interpreted that completely differently. Oh, that's funny, isn't it? <laughs> I guess because we know what we're looking for. Yeah, we're exactly. looking for the tells, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, but I wonder, do you think, because there was the sort of, like, the, the ritual cult thing as well. Yeah, the, again, that... Because you have this acid trip, and everything just goes haywire. Yeah, and you're not sure when it stops and when... No, yeah. and, like, do they really get arrested, and... Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. The aliens, I don't know, is Lucas supposed to maybe have been abducted by aliens then? Do you think the cult basically knows about, you know, 
that they walk among us or something. I think I don't know all those kinds of things. I have no answers for any of these questions. Oh, okay. (laughs) You have no theories. No, exactly. That's the thing because I don't know if you're supposed to put them together. I don't know if there is an underlying thing which explains all of these. It felt more like they were separate ideas of things that might have happened but then the um and the, the bird and the bison they were very american creatures to choose i thought yeah you know, the, the bison and the red cardinal is um yeah absolutely i think de- definitely kind of the whole game is like steeped in americana Carna, in, in yeah the way that twin peaks definitely was yeah, I mean, it's interest. It stayed with me, that's for sure, because it was quite tragic, the the loss of that friendship. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, because there were times when it was a little bit frustrating as a player, like the lack of player agency in terms of even moving the camera. Yeah. Sometimes you couldn't even turn your head. But then I was thinking about it, and it's kind of. I mean, David Lynch is definitely noirish. He plays with those noir tropes, and the, you know the sort of the thing about the noir protagonist sort of trying to um, change their fate but always failing. And I thought that kind of then played into into that Do that you you're, you're on a track yeah. that you can't change. And it just kind of mirrors the sort of noir story that they're telling. Do you think that's maybe what the, the like the cardinal that keeps showing up signifies? I mean, you always find it, and it's always dead, no matter. You... Oh yeah. yeah, it could be. Yeah, see, because I love me a bit of noir, so oh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that um, is definitely uh, w- one of the main themes of this game. Is you know, a, 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 again, early American, uh, not early, but. Uh, Early nineties American noir stuff, yeah. which is yeah, yeah, all the sort stuff of ne- neo noir, I suppose you'd call it. Yeah, um, I guess. Yeah, or, yeah, because noir finished in like nineteen fifty-two. Oh or well, something. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you can still make a noir film without it being neo noir, I, I think. But no, it's neo noir. All right. In enough. in cinema, because noir kind of ended, and then there was no noir, and then the, it sort of picked up again in sort of like eighties, nineties. So it would be classed neo noir. <laughs> but again, so. there's two different eras of that now because uh, neo noir now I would call that films like Sin City or um, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang does does that very well. But they're they're very different from um, the 1993 stuff. The way different from Twin Peaks, way different from the X Files, way different from Silence of the Lambs. Mm. So maybe the, maybe the new stuff is neo neo noir. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just going to get harder and harder to say. Post neo noir. Post neo noir. That's easier. Yeah. New wave neo noir. <laughs> New wave neo neo noir. Okay, no, I'm going to stop. We're uh, going to stop now. So we we haven't solved the, but I've never really solved the Mulholland Drive mystery either. No. And I'm, I'm totally to okay with that, that and kind of enjoy that. It's one of those Mulholland Drive, and I feel Virginia's a bit like this. Is that you sort of you you can feel that there's a story well this is how I you said you didn't feel this but you can feel that there's a way to put it together I get this with Mulholland Drive definitely that you feel that you almost got it and it kind of slips away from you what it means and um I I think Virginia sort of has that as well I've definitely seen that done well in in 
I, I can't remember which film now. There's definitely stuff I've seen where that's done really well. I think mm. I'm going to have to play through Virginia again, knowing what yeah. I know about the end of it now, and yeah. do it from the beginning Look and, and see, see if it things. sheds any new light on it. Yeah, yeah. And if anyone knows, have, has any theories, we'd love to hear them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and so knows how great. to get yeah. those freaking awards. Like, what? Like, I'm just intrigued. I mean, I'm not going to play it just to get those, but... I'd just like to know where they are because you can't do do very much. <laughs> and so, I don't feel like I've completed the game if I don't get all the achievements. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, but I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I'd give it a big thumbs up. I'd highly recommend yeah, it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Me as well. I mean, yeah. I know I, I always talk more about yeah. the negative stuff than I do about the positive stuff, but on the whole, I really enjoyed Virginia. I thought it was a really nice way to spend an evening. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'd definitely recommend picking it up and not watching it. Yes. Yeah. Play it, people. Yeah. Walk through the walking film. Fire <laughs> Which... walk through the walking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, we are done. I uh, think so. Yeah, we've... Uh... We've definitely... We've, uh, we've crossed the line between dream and reality. Precisely. <laughs> so, until next time, Drew. Cheerio. Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed this episode of Argue the Toss, and why wouldn't you, you can find us on iTunes. Just search for Argue the Toss. You can also find our RSS feed on our main page at GameIndustry.com. If you don't use iTunes and you use another podcast player, that should work fine with it. We're also on SoundCloud, look for Argue the Toss. Our host, of course, is GameIndustry.com, so you can talk to us via the Twitter page there, which is at Gin Lounge. You can also find us on YouTube, and Game Industry News is also on Facebook, on Google+, and all those good social media things. Um, so give us a thumbs up, give us a like, tell us what you like. It's awesome. You're awesome for listening. Thank you so much. Nailed it.